Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Token Rambles Podcast, your monthly podcast all about the news you need to know about the Token Rambu franchise from the games to the uh, 2.5D world and everything in between. I am your host, Marissa, and with me today I have, uh, as usual, Jesse. Heyo! And Sarah. Hi! All right, so have actually we have some community feedback for you so we'll start with that we noticed that we actually had never asked you guys what your starter sword was which is kind of a drop the ball on us uh so we finally asked that but i think the main reason we didn't do it a long time ago is because twitter unfortunately only allows for four options and as you know there's five swords so we asked those of you who selected Kashu to hit the like button. So our math might be a little off. So I'll just pass it to Jessie because she helped me with math. I mathed myself. Our math was off. But we, we got close. So, um, yeah, we, we decided to have this poll open on Twitter this time. I know we've actually discussed it before in the Discord. Some of our Discord folks were like, yeah, we've, we've talked about this before. We've all discussed. But now we have a lot more of a bigger fan base on Twitter. So we racked up nearly 100, oh yeah, 180 votes total for the poll, which I think was really cool. In order of most voted sword. Mutsunokami Yoshiyuki was the most common starter sort at 60 votes and r- rounding him out at 33% of the whole. Go Mutsu! Woo! Woohoo! He was my starter, so <laughs> I contributed to that vote. Coming in behind him is Yamambagiri Kunihiro at 29% with 53 votes. Woo! Good boy. Following Yamambagiri, we have Kashu Kiyomitsu at 32 votes at 18%. That would be my sweet rose. I definitely was one of the first like poll. After Kashu, we then had Kasen Kanesada at 11% with the solid 19 votes. And with the least amount of votes, but not the least in our hearts is, well, most of our hearts, maybe Hachiska Kotetsu at 9% with 16 votes. So only three behind. Not too bad. These poor, poor purple boys. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> Sadly, those two were not surprising. Right? Mm, I was surprised, though, at Kashu's number. I don't know if that was because... I was a sneaky jerk and decided that Kashi would be the one that we would put on the like uh, button. So maybe people didn't like it or unliked it later, like on Twitter. Uh, so that could have affected it a little bit, but he still was high up there. Rerun the poll later. <laughs> Rerun the poll later and stick Kashi in the numbers and... Probably not. We we were going to potentially put like either Kasen or Hachiska, but I was like, hmm, no, we might lose the votes for the Kasen and Hachiska people. 
let's throw everyone's favorite Rose Boy on there. And Chelsea was like, okay, you you seriously went with it? All right, that's on you. That was your sword. (laughs) (laughs) There were several. It was a rough day. I, you told me something to do. I did it. <laughs> you want a poll? You get a poll. Here, have a poll. I, I kind of like jokingly was serious about let's throw Kashi on there. And I was mostly waiting for you to be like, sure, I'll do it. I was like, oh, okay, it's your boy. As long as you think it's all right, we'll do it. But that was the only poll that we've done so far. I've been kind of us in the rears a little while so we haven't had too much time to devote to that social media account but i know jesse's trying her hardest at translating certain things when she can and uh also in community feedback we small little thing we have a christmas present for you guys that'll be hopefully coming out at the end of the month so get ready <laughs> for that Get ready for pain around Christmas time. (laughs) Happy holidays, you get pain. Happy happy holidays. Happy holidays. All the cackles and the screams. (sighs) Such a lovely time of the year. The perfect time of the year. Yeah. Yeah. So hold on for that, guys. Stay tuned for more. Hold on to your moon moon, because we're about to go on a ride. (laughs) We're going on a trip in our favorite citadel (laughs) ship. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so in other news, uh, let's move into recent updates for the game. And as we mentioned last month, we have a new event, which is the Special Investigation Tempo Ido, and it's featuring Hashitsuka this time. So we're kind of going, as we noted, through a lot of these starter swords being kind of a main focus. As with the last event, we have two new swords. You obviously, you get, if you've played through the event, you get the first sword, um, whichever one you selected to join your team at the start of the event by defeating the last boss in the Edo Mansion. And you get this other sword by defeating the last boss a second time. But thankfully, you do not have to play Chase the Sensei and go through the entire thing again to get the second sword. It throws you straight back to that mansion. You hit three more nodes and you get the other sword. So you don't have to waste as much time without having the other one. Just kind of nice. Praise the distractible. Nankai over here. Oh god. Chasing Sensei during his event. Instead we get the one that's like I don't know about you guys, but I chose the kid with the hat and the half covered face. Yeah. So he came in first, right? And then for lack of a better nickname at the moment, we have Mr. Fairy Boots over here who's like, Well, don't make me wait too long. I hope you're doing okay. Come back and find me soon. Okay, bye. It's very wholesome, both of their conversations when they're flip-flops. Yeah. Because, like, last time, once you beat the event, you get all the recollections, even if you didn't unlock them. But you won't get Kiwi Hachiska ones, unless you have Kiwi Hachiska. But don't worry, if you Kiwame him later, you will get the recollections. Um, they'll just unlock. 
like the previous events, this is a uh, previous special investigation. It is the dice rolling event. And I find this a lot better than chase the boss note around. Uh, you play Minesweeper to find four hidden explosives around the map. Finding them is way easy. You just kind of make your way either clockwise or counterclockwise around it, and you will start seeing the numbers counting down. I don't think I've had to go backtrack too often. I've done it a couple of times, but not terribly. And you can also jump multiple nodes ahead. So you don't have to sit there and go one for one like I did like the first three run-throughs. But if you want the AXP, you might as well just hit them. But if you're just like, no, I want to get them, you can just skip ahead two or three nodes depending on what you did roll, which is kind of cool. I thought that was really So that's kind of it on the way that the event runs. It's pretty straightforward uh, once you hit the fourth explosive wherever you on the map it'll just teleport you to the mansion final three nodes which is kind of nice <laughs> instead of working your yeah. way to it and crying ends up on the other side of, or in the far corner of the map and now i have to get to the castle it's like no nope. magic teleport as we mentioned before there are two new swords in the game they're both uchigatanas one is uh uh Chi Masahide and Minamoto Kiyomaru. Uh they are swords made by two of the three Smiths of Edo, and the swords are named after the Smiths respectively. Uh, which is why they are relevant to a Edo related event. Um, same with Hachiska. His swordsmith is also from Edo. Um, though he's not the other third Smith of Edo, it's some other dude. Yeah, I couldn't really find much on these guys. Though they're known as the three swordsmiths of Edo. Jesse's had fun, so she might. You might have found more, but if we have any more info, we'll probably push that to uh, the Behind the Blades section. We'll start talking a little bit more about the culture, because I did a little research on the time period that you're currently running because I was also very interested in what is going on here because I'd never heard of this term before. Then when I read into it, I was like, okay, I've like subtly knew what this was, but I didn't know that there was a name for it. So they, they're adorable. Kiyomaru is clearly not inspired by Shishio's uh, Majiru Nun Gokigen Maru from <laughs> Right? I love him, but he's just purple and black. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh, goodness. Lexi loves her child. <laughs> Lexi <laughs> loves her child. Suishinshin <laughs> uh, is adorable. Uh, I don't know if he's one of mine yet. He he has a bit of a Horikawa vibe to him, but the verdict is still out on him. I've gotten, like, two duplicates of Kiyomaru. Maru? Not Maru. Maru. Sorry. There's so many Marus that you just default to Maru. But Kiyomaru, I've gotten two duplicates of him. And uh, Shishin has yet to come home again. I guess he's, like... He's a shy bear. Our little, uh, you. He looks just like him, though. <laughs> Especially when he 
<laughs> takes the jacket off his face. Those green eyes and dark hair. He's small. Battle uniform that's similar. I don't know. I can't words right. Apparently, just just but switch out he, the purple he, and the green. Yeah, if you have not seen Owari no Seraph or Seraph of the End, whichever name you know it by, go watch it and be confused with me, and be like, oh yeah, hi baby. <laughs> it's so confusing. He's a mix of you and the little bow and arrow baby that I love. Yoichi! Yoichi! Oh. Yeah, they, it's kind of, he's a mix. Because he has yeah, more of Yoichi's he's... personality a little bit. Um, oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. definitely. He looks like you, but he acts like Yoichi, which is probably why I'm like, I like this child. He's adorable. And I will put him on the bench with some characters that I potentially will love. Um, but I still, I still ha- I need to listen to more of his lines a bit more. Besides the event, but so far he's he was adorable. I selected him first. I, I don't really know how to describe him. He he kind of like feels that he can't live up to Kyomaru, and Kyomaru is like, "No, you're better. Like, trust me, you're better than me." And you're like, "These two are precious." Probably choose the other guy. He's been around a little bit longer. No, no, you're fine. You can do this. Deep breath. Try again. This relationship is so wholesome and they're good boys. I find it funny that, uh, like, so whenever I started the event, I wasn't awake enough to know what I was doing. <laughs> so I'm the only one that ended up picking Kyomaro instead. <laughs> As my first kid, <laughs> I'm like... I mean, he's the one I was going to go with first anyway, just because his outline intrigued me from the very beginning. But the entire time, because like, I have no idea what they're saying in the little recollections. I'm just cackling, because I had Kiwi Hachi on my team. And I'm just watching them play Who Can They Sandwich first in the little recollection. It was, it was a time, y'all. It was cute. They're very precious. All I can... I didn't actually unlock a lot of the recollections from the map itself a lot and I haven't gone back to look through them but it killed me every time because I had Haji on my team but I don't have Kiwi Haji yet right so every time a recollection would happen he'd just kind of appear and grunt yep and then he'd disappear and I'm like okay that's <laughs> okay buddy I went back through them and I was like, oh, I really didn't like listen to them because if I played them, I was trying to get through some of them, uh, like through some of the notes, like right before work because I needed to get my passes done before like four when I finished work. And I would just usually just sit there and tap repeatedly. So I didn't even like listen to it half the time. Uh, And I went back and listened to them just so I would try to understand better so I could help you guys you the listeners uh understand what's really going on with this event and Hachiska mostly just there's the ones without Hachiska and the ones with him and he doesn't really add much to it I'm sorry Hachi stands he just kind of is there to make grunting sounds and random snide remarks that they half the time don't even pay attention to and I'm like, why is Hachiska here except him being an Edo sword? There was one conversation that I found really interesting. Uh, Kiyomoto noticed later on, he's like, 
ah, you're a Kotatsu blade. He figures it out. Shishin doesn't. And says, like, no worries, your brother will be fine. And I'm like, oh, what? Like, obviously they're not talking about Nagasone, because Sone's not actually a blade made by the same smith. But Urashima is a brother. And Hashizuka worries so much for I'm like, okay, what's this whole reform rebellion thing have to do with Hachiska? And I kind of found some information. I'll go over that a bit later and I'll speculate on this more, but I am very confused and concerned. I'm like, oh no, please don't. And just as all of you have feared Jesse and Sarah, they were killing people. Shadows of actual historical people. They make mention of the guy who's in charge of these reforms. He's the final boss. You're in his mansion. And they're like, oh, that was such and such. And you're like, did, did we just kill a shadow version of an actual human? We just, no, oh God. Oh, okay, then that just happened. <laughs> oh, we can't wait for this one to get adapted into a stage play. <laughs> one of us is dying of a sad cow in a hailstorm. The other of us is cackling like a mad hyena. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> Sorry, I killed Jesse for once. That's the surprising thing. I'm so proud. I need to look up real quick, so I'm gonna mute myself for a minute. Oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, just FYI, skip through like a lot of the recollections because just for those of you who collect the recollections and want to listen to some of them, a lot of them are just the boys saying like, "Continue." All right, let's go because. You're hitting blank nodes, and there's recollections for one node with nothing, two nodes, three, all the way up to, like, 12. Why does this exist? Why do we need 12? I guess that's how the longest you can go without hitting a three. Uh, I'm like, okay. So if you go to the wiki, you're going to have to go to, like, the last two pages and, like, the first two pages to get any context of this event. A lot of them is just fluff and them just making comments. Especially Shishin. Shishin's like, come on, do better than that. Hurry up. Buddy, I love you. You're cute and adorable. Shh. Shh. Quiet. I get it. I'm just trying to farm EXP. Yeah, that, uh, that, that's, that's a thing. Because we weren't really certain who we were fighting in, um, Bunkyu Tosahan. We're like, that's a different unit that looks more humanoid. Hmm. Well, yeah. We no longer have a mystery now. But if you look at the units, I didn't notice anything different with the units from usual. So I guess you were still defeating the History Retrograde Army and at the same time defeating like a weird shadow because you don't actually, when they kill said historical figure that either should be playing a major role, he disappears. There's no body left. It's very similar to the History Retrograde Army 
um, in both the anime series and kind of on stage where they just kind of um, in most video games where it's like, oh, Zelda, I killed a boblin. Boom, nothing's left. Uh, it's very similar. There's no body left over. So they're like, is that was, was that the actual guy? And you're like, I'm not certain. With like a shadow of him. So history retrograde army is definitely up to something involving more of the historical figures and uh, a bit concerned. We started out in this game so soft and gentle, and just, now look just at we, where we are. Village of Treasures, War Training Expansion, Regiment. Those are just kind of like events. These these are getting more plot relevant. So thank you, DMM? Question mark? Big move. Jessie has returned. Was she successful uh, on her quest? <laughs> she's successful. Uh, I'm gonna save it for behind the blade. Got it. Because I have my speculation, but we'll see what Jesse's in. So, so let's move on to something fun and also painful for me again. We got our fifth batch of casual outfits released, which includes Hakuta Toshiro, Doranuki Masakuni, Nihongo, Otegine and Tomokiri, who I cannot buy! I technically can't buy it, but I have like 20,000 Koban for the next two events that are both pass events. And I'm like, I'm sorry, honey bunch of boats, but you're going to have to wait until mommy has over 100,000 Koban again because I'm not doing that. Yep. <laughs> uh, they, they all look really, really nice though. Especially Tombo, he that that is a man right there in a in the yukata. I do like Nihongo's his his pose changes too, which is kind of cute. I love the fact that they're matching too with the like, for instance, with Tombo and Singo. Their kimonos, their yukata match so well. Mm -hmm. They're they put effort into choosing one, not just to go with the character, but with like their family school a little bit. Yep, he's very cute. I'm very pleased with the way they did the ones this time. So I won't be getting any of them. Yeah, Jesse, it is unfair. I have been killed for a very long time. It is almost your turn, Jesse, because. Oh, I'm aware. I have, like, I got. Wait for Osafune. Of all of the outfits, I have gotten two. And it was. And Honenbaum. No surprise there. <laughs> Coming. Don't don't you worry. I will be attacked soon enough by these lovely, lovely outfits. It, it also hurts that we've had two dice events in a row, and because the dice ones force you to send your second, third, or fourth team out, you can't send your main team, it only make, allows me to send out two teams for expedition. And it just throws off my whole thing. I notice whenever there is a dice event, I don't run expeditions. And I typically only run them if there's a pass event going on or there's a lull. Because I have all three. I just kind of seem to forget. And I feel really bad. So I don't have Nukoban since Underground Treasure Chest. Whoops. So I, I was... I was emotionally attacked by this new set of outfits. Yay! 
But once I have enough, Tombokiri will be mine. And then it will be Kane-san. I'm, I'm sorry he got pushed back. So that is it for the updates. Is there anything new with your you guys' games? Have you sent any new Kiwame out since last time? Finally sent Donu Donu out. Got Yay! And then he came home. Just 13 left to send. <laughs> You've got this. As I kind of mentioned before, uh, upcoming events and updates, we have two pass events in December once uh, the current event ends. And it'll be, of course, everyone's favorite, Village of Treasures. It's stage 14. Good lord. And I'm actually really pumped for this one because we got new background music for... Two, at least two of my favorite swords. Kimitsu, Taiko Gane Sadamune, what, what? Uh, Aizen Kunitoshi, and Sayo Sanji are getting background music. Finally. And of course, as per usual, we have a new sword coming in the Village of Treasures. And no surprise here, based off the little, little square we got, I think actually yesterday. Um, as of this recording, uh, we got the teaser for the new sword, just a little box. And of course, it's a new go blade. Big whoop there. Uh, I haven't actually seen much on people speculating who it could be. They actually found one. Yeah. Don't ask me what it was. I could bear like my my Google Translate broke a little bit, so I wasn't sure on the na- on the actual thing. That's why I yeeted the whole tweet at Jesse. I think it might be Inabago. And there, there was a little bit more reaching into um, somewhat of spoilers from Kisho, so I'm not going to say a lot. They think it might be Inabago. And I don't know what family he's from, but there's a sword name. So we'll find out soon enough. I'm very excited. I, I actually <laughs> am, because when I saw that little bit, I was like, the hair, the smile, it's blue. Uh, he might be a favorite of mine. We'll see. I have no idea. But I was like, Jesse, you might have to share a go, boy, <laughs> for once. We will see who the new sword is. Definitely a go sword based off of that outfit. Following Village of Treasures, of course, is going to be the New Year's Regiment Battle number five. And probably around that time, going into January, we'll start getting the wonderful new year bonus login things and the keys little the keys of poses yes thank you pretty certain that's around new year's as well so we might get some new keys for the new swords which will be really pretty um but regiment of course is going to have a new sword as well regiment really doesn't have much of a pattern on who gets released so it could be anyone's guess and we will get a teaser for this new sword probably within a week of that event. So no yeah. break on trying to get new kids. No, sadly, no break on that. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had a break in a while, though I'm pretty certain we will probably have a break after Regiment, seeing as we had two special investigations back-to-back and two pass events. Though they're 
could be a break in between Village of Treasures and Regiment. I don't know. Because we'll also be going into the fifth anniversary. Yes. And Lord knows what they're playing. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Lord knows. So we'll see. It could be a break. It could just be a bunch of login campaigns or Smith campaigns because they like to do that between January and March. Yep. So. We'll oh, you got a lot of resources from the vents that we have? Here, spend it all. Right? <laughs> 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 Fluffy fox boy. I'll eventually stop bringing up every episode out of spite. But, alright, that is everything for the game. So we'll move into merchandise. I decided to spice it up instead of just talking about figures because I found it funny talking about the random other things that Token Rambu either collaborates with other things or just the random things that they have. So we're going to start out normal with this one. Uh, the first one is Token Rambu is having another collaboration with Supergroup, as we mentioned last time, is a company that makes a lot of Token Rambu accessories. And this time is shoes. Of course, it's the same Kiwame that they were basing these shoes off of, which are, of course, Mitsunokami, Yamabagiri, Horikawa, and Urashima. And I love the Horikawa ones, and they're so cute, and they would make really good Fem Horikawa cosplay because they're his little shoes, but with a heel on it. And as Jesse mentioned before, Super Groupies does a really good job. You wouldn't even know that they're based off Token Rambu stuff. They look like beautiful, adorable, cute shoes that I could see anyone wearing. Another normal thing this time around is we have sleepwear made by, is it Bondi? I, I was going based off the Twitter, so some of these are companies I've never heard of. Jesse, definitely correct me because you've lived in the country for over two years at this point. They're little sleepwear, they're more like little nighties kind of cute, are based off of Mikazuki, Midare, Shokudaikiri, and Yamabagiri. The Midare one is looks like his internal affairs outfit, his little top and his little short skirts, and it's frilly and lacy, and I'm like, that is kind of adorable. I love the mambo one. It's so cute. It's cute. It's fluffy. <laughs> it looks warm. <laughs> It's it's done. Really one. So those are some of the normal items. So let's move on to some of the more interesting items. We have token rambu pedometers. You heard me right. Pedometers. And they have the crest and kind of the motifs of all of your favorite swords through cha-cha. That's, that's, what? <laughs> okay. So you can take your favorite sword's crest with you as you walk and be like, oh, look, I did good today. I'm a good Saniwa. I, I like I'm Fitbits don't exist. Sonny. No one uses pedometers hardly, but they're cute. They are kind of cute. I saw them. I was like, what is this plastic thing? <laughs> it's a pedometer. Japan, Fitbits aren't as common here. It just depends on where you are. Yeah, I've in all of my time here, I've never seen a Fitbit. 
though I know that a lot of the actor boys are into fitness and everything, even they haven't met. So. I will not be surprised if I see some of those fitness crazy boys with pedometer. Looking at you, Torigoy. Yep. Yep. Him and I could also, I don't know how much he works out, but he probably does. But, um, Mokun. Mokun. Yes, I can he tell will. Mokun. He with will more than likely knowing him. He and Tori like to go and uh, work out together, so I would not be surprised. And Mokun also just loves Sengo with all of his heart. When he got the Sengo plush, was it, did Speed give it to him? I swear Speed gave that to him, and he was just like, yeah. best present ever. And like, Look at you. You're so cute. Especially this, the actors that really, really adore their character a lot. I could definitely see them with a fit, with a pedometer of their favorite Maybe sword. If um, Hanya's actor will get Honestly, it's probably going to be easier for us to honestly think about those that wouldn't. <laughs> Just because so many of them love their characters so much. And I could yeah. even see uh, Yoshitsune's actor with a Imano <laughs> and a, mostly probably you at least have Imano. <sighs> he would. Yeah. He would. He would support they get so into it. It's hilarious. Well, uh, that's not the weirdest thing that we have. Another slightly tame thing is, once again, we have another sake, and it is based off of Kasen. Something normal. Kasen got sake. Um, something interesting. Uh, Don Quixote just... Oh, oh god. I, I don't even know how to describe Don Quixote. It's... Walmart Super Kmart on steroids? In a small building. Well, usually quite... Yeah, usually they're quite tall. They... Paired up with Token Rambu to make track jerseys, like sports workout jersey things, based off of Guisu Maru, Hige Kiri, and Hizamaru. And they're the bulky looking, most bulky looking prototype things ever. <laughs> and I'm like, of course, of course, Donkey would be making. <laughs> oh god, trashy Donkey. Not bad when you're just like, I'm gonna go grab. Some household items like soap and leave. That's about it. <sighs> I will admit, I really like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I had money, I would eat. Also, I am thriving just watching all the cosplayers who, for a long time, have been like cosplaying Ugui or even Okanahira, who are getting their characters as getting the jumpsuits. So, like, you'll see different photos of them in them. And there, like, some people will be sticking, like, for instance, one of my favorite cosplayers who does Uguisumaru has a Okanahira, a little plushy doll thing. He's stuck in the outfit. Aww. So I'm yeah. kind of just thriving right now looking at them. They, they give me life. <laughs> they are at least adorable in the fact that everyone wearing them are precious. Aww. Yeah, I will say it isn't the first thing that they've done with in Rambu, there have been a couple other things. There were some really cool jackets they did before that irked me because they only send these products to certain donkey stores. <gasps> what? Yeah, so like my little Don Quixote down here in Okayama, it doesn't really get them. 
of the various things that I've seen Donkey do, they don't look bad. They look like cute character-themed jackets. It's just, you can't be sure of Donkey's they quality. Do. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have gone, like, if they'd done it with Shimamura, there is another fashion brand, fashion, mm-hmm. which they've done collaborations with before. And those have always looked really good. So keep your eyes out for more on those because Lord knows the collaborations will never end. Nope. I will I will agree with Sarah. They are probably very nice for cosplayers that want to do like the casual versions of these boys because they wear tracksuits. Great for cosplayers. You actually have kind of a legit way of buying their outfit. Alright, so we, we we thought the track jerseys were a little like okay out there. Uh, pedometers off the wall. Uh, the next one, what? Excuse me? Uh, eye drops? Based off Kashu Kiyomitsu, Mikazuki, and Tsurumaru. Uh, I'ma let Jesse handle and Sarah look at this, cause I-, I saw this and was like, is, uh, my baby Google Translate? And a little bit of Japanese that I understand translating correctly, because I am used. Nope. Eye drops. Oh. Oh no, I'm dropping this all in Jesse's lap. I ain't touching it. Nope. <laughs> okay. So, a few weeks ago, scrolling through Twitter, see a random picture with pretty pink background and gold silhouetted blade. I can tell that's Kashu. I definitely know that's Mika. And that's Sudumaru. Okay. What is this? The entire comment with just that was a new mission is coming to the Citadel. Okay, it's not a token Rambu account. I don't know this company. A few days go by. Same same Twitter account gets retweeted by the official token Rambu account. Our new mission to protect the Saniwa's eye. From what? Winter in Japan makes your eyes very dry. Any time of the year, it's really common to see someone just whip out a bottle of eye drops, tilt their head back, and go, no matter where you are. So they decided, what new outlet can we go into? Let's go into eye drops. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So Kyo's over here with the just standard, yeah, I need eye drops. These will help. Okay. And we've got Mika, who's a little bit more stronger than that. It's going to help cool your eyes. We got that dry itchiness going on. We need to fix that. We're going to we're gonna pull out Mika. Then we got the really burning eyes that really need to be cooled down. So we're going to use Tsurumaru. Okay. Sure. If you say so. So yeah, if you're in Japan, keep your eyes out for those token Rambu eye drops. Keep your eyes out. Some things are normal. Some things are why. It does make sense, as you mentioned, like Japanese people will just whip out eye drops. So it's a common thing. But over here, we're like, eye drops, really? What? (laughs) Okay. Yeah, no, I can't. I have to be very... I've used eye drops before, 
when I wear contacts, I have to use eye drops. But I'm really bad at putting eye drops in. And it baffles me how people will just whip it out, tilt their head back, and drop it straight in. No, and no. then continue on. Like, they'll do it mid-conversation. What? And then they'll jump right back in. And I'm like, huh? Okay. We're just gonna ignore that that just happened. Okay. It's fine. I, I struggle putting eye drops in my eyes. I never have to when I wear contacts. But when I do, I'm like, all right, let's hold my eyelids back as much as I can because my eyes are going to flutter and freak out because I know something's about to go in my eye. And my eye is like, nope, we're done. It's not like, can, can we get it in my eye? It's really dry or there's something in there. And it's like, denied eye drop. Eyelash. Th- those are some of the collaborations that, uh, token rambu has with mother companies so just real quick the ugly sumaru good smile scale figure pre-order is out so if you want to you can pre-order that wherever you purchase your anime goods online through Ami good style itself where you can get the pre-order bonus which comes with a replica of ugly sumaru sword or things like animate or um go through a proxy you really don't need to for these anymore or even amazon sometimes not just amazon japan you can through sometimes through amazon uh us or wherever you live and then the mutsunokami nendroid just released so he he is out want to buy him and that is it for the merchandise besides the the usual that's some things. So we're gonna move right on into Behind the Blade. And I'm gonna let Jesse cover the, the little first half of this, where we announce some new exhibits. The Sano Museum in Mishima is doing an ex- holding an exhibit featuring Shinano Toshiro and for a very rare exhibit, Tombo Kiri. So all of you Tombo people, head up to Mishima to the Sano Art Museum. From January 7th to February 17th of 2020. So it's very exciting to see that happen. There's also a stamp rally going along with it. And some of them you will need to pay to enter. Like one of the stamp locations is the museum itself. So you will need to pay to get that. But I mean. And some of the places are like stations, museums to where it's like, oh, okay, cool. Get the stamp and we're but yeah, so that'll be really cool. That's way up north. Um, the Token Rambu General Store is open now in Shibuya in Tokyo. They have a few like copies of swords on display. I believe they are. I know that Yamato no Kami Yasusada is on display. And I know that Torigo Ayuki, Yasusada's actor, went to it. And he was very excited. They have odd assortment of things as well. Some really cool things that you can only get there, like Kit Kats with recollections on the fronts of the box. And then they also have special clear files. For those of you who use Line, the latest sticker set has three separate clear files. They're really cute. Those are on sale there. Gearing up to start in January. Also in Tokyo, I want to say in Ikebukuro, 
I want to say Nikkeibukuro missed that location when I had it. Is the Token Rambu Citadel Museum for their fifth anniversary. If you are looking at going, you will need to get tickets in advance. Or you go, they are on sale at convenience stores. You can use the various store websites to find it. Definitely check that out online as you are figuring out your travel. We're going to go a little bit into the history of the Tempo Ido event as much as I could glean. So both of the blades, they mention that we are in the temp around the time where the Tempo Ido reforms is going on. So an array of economic policies introduced by the shogunate, and this is kind of right before the Bakumatsu period, so right before Machines and Gumi Boys started running around. So this is uh, when the shogun was really starting to fall out of favor. They were in the last couple of shoguns were just not really good. Um, but uh, the reform was used to try to stabilize the economy, return to frugality, simplicity, uh, and discipline that were characteristics from the early Edo period by banning most forms of entertainment and displays of wealth. A lot of blades, probably uh, definitely including our Kotetsu blade for the event, were, and many of the Toshiros, were mainly made and used to display wealth and a lot of swords were as well even to this day swords are very expensive only the very wealthy could afford them which is why most samurai families had them it was really rare for a non-samurai family to actually have a blade because it costs a lot of money and that money if you're a farmer is going to be mostly sent towards the farm and the family to live so We've gotten hint, there's hints in the recollections during this event that uh, Shishin, uh, he uh, mentions kind of wanting to free up his, uh, his swordsmith because probably at this time, smiths were not allowed to smith anything. Uh, I'm kind of assuming I didn't really get much from that. Jesse might have a little bit more based off of the little bit that she added. And unfortunately, this perceived need for change led to arrest of many prominent political figures and writers and was not very favored by, like, anyone, uh, especially the lower class. So a lot of people kind of pushed against these. Although, ironically, the reforms were instituted by this man named Mizuno uh, Tarakuni, who is mentioned in the event. He is the final boss. He is the man that you go to his mansion and you kind of chase him out. He was actually removed from government at one point because people didn't like what he was doing. Even though the shogun was the one who passed all these edicts, he was the only one actually enforcing them. And as soon as he got pushed out, they ceased to be enforced and no one cared. Uh, but however, in this alternate reality, which essentially is what it is, he hasn't gotten ousted and has been given the force of the history of Trogate army to heavily enforce these edicts more. And it's lasting longer than it's supposed to, which is what you're doing. 
you're trying to essentially stop all of this and put everything, of course, the way it is. I still don't understand why you're going after bombs, but eh. So that's, that's kind of all I've gotten from a little bit that I researched and from some of the recollections. I'll let Jesse give her two cents on the event and our two sword boys. Okay, so as mentioned, Suishinshi Masahide and Minamoto Kiyomaro are two of the prominent swords from the Edo period. Most of my knowledge comes from the Suishinshi side, so I'll get to that. But about Kiyomaro, he apparently is one of the most, like, his, his blades are very, very good, but his time as a swordsman was very short, and he died at a young age, so that was a little sad. So he's one of the most sought after. But they both worked in the Yotsuya area, which is also similar to where what I read about Kotetsu. Not, I think actually went by Nagatomi Kotetsu. Hachiska is very bitter. But he, uh, he worked in the Yotsuya area too which is where a lot of this is going down in the event. It's not that they weren't allowed to make swords, per se. It's more that, like you were saying, they, they were falling out of style. The Edo period is the Baku period. There's little use for them actu- in actuality, which is very sad. But some of them had very good skill, like Minamoto Kiyomaro, who is convinced to come back to swordsmen. As for Sui Shinshi, Masahide, he was a big supporter of making swords become more weaponized again. He wanted to see them become more durable and be able to be used more practically instead of just works of art. And he did a lot of studies on trying to figure out why a lot of Japanese swords were breaking a lot. So he conducted some studies. He got some eyewitness accounts on blades breaking and compiled them all, or a lot of them rather. And someone translated them. Yesterday while I was at work, I read a quite a few stories of people watching swords break. So that was that was a great fun time. Moral of the story is you have a Japanese sword, don't smack anything with the side of the blade. They're meant to cut, not whack. Or else they shatter like icicles, apparently. So that was one thing that he was trying to get back. And one of the things he noted was certain smiths were much more likely to break. And why were they likely to break? Because they had that very detailed bit near the tang that artistic design that so many of them like to hope add a little bit of beauty to their swords makes for a very beautiful blade also makes it very weak near the handle near the grip so earlier you mentioned the recollection about hachiska potentially worrying about his brother so there's two options there one, 
looking at who it was said by being Kiyomaro, who really looked up to Nagasone Kotetsu's to the Smith, is more than likely he was talking about how all of the Smiths in the area were kind of in danger because of the bombs and the HRA activity. It's like your your brother should be fine. Like your your swordsmiths should be working just oh just fine. Two. Looking at the blade for the Kotetsu Sword School, they are very beautifully designed near the Tang. And my heart hurt with that nice little thing my brain said where, oh yeah, they could break quite easily. And here's a sword who would know all about that coming from Suishinshi. The last thing my brain gave me in regards to Suishinshi's account on the breaking of the sword was how there was a family that collected all of the bits or a lot of the bits of swords that had broken and just had that. And my mind goes, oh, well, isn't that a way for the HRA to start? To just channel the souls from those broken pieces of sword. I'm not okay. You can have those boys. Thanks, Jazzy. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I killed you earlier, so... <laughs> Glad to return the favor. This is what it's like. <laughs> we send each other Bane. And it's only gonna grow. Yay! They're very interesting swordsmiths. Do definitely check them out. There was actually, like, all of that information I found was actually in English, which I was really surprised about. Um, oh, wow. My, my Google yeah. was not giving me anything. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm in Japan? That I don't know. might be it. Because I know Google does weirdly do region-specific Yeah. Searches. And Google's uh, been kind of drunk lately. You, you type in certain Pokemon, and it's going to be called Onyx-type instead of Rock-type, and Salamance-type instead of Dragon. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Google's being a little drunk right now uh, <laughs> with, it, with its search stuff. It's celebrating the holidays a little early. <laughs> yeah... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's our little history lesson today about the Tempo Ido reform time. These two new blades. Thank you, Jesse, for creating that connection between our Hachi blade with two new swords. Because I uh, was, I mainly looked it up because I was really curious. I, to be honest, with the event, I got the two swords, and I called it quits. Um, <laughs> With everything else that was happening last month, I just, it yeah. was one thing that I could just let go. That's about it. Because I was really interested because I didn't know much about this time period. Considering the Chogi one is a little straightforward. Researching the Bunkyu Tosahan thing was a little easier because I already had some background information with a lot of the history that's already known about Sakamoto Ryoma. It was just a little more difficult to find information on the other swords. This one was just... I have no idea what this is. 
Yeah, I, I haven't touched the Edo period in my research. All right, that is history time with uh, Marissa and Jesse. And now it is uh, time to squee about some boys acting on stage. Jesse, you want to talk about this? Okay, oh. so just to rehash some things that we had last month, the Token Donshi Formation Amino Tose 6 album went on sale on the mm-hmm. 20th. If you have that out, it is beautiful. They did like ah oh, the performances of the song they're largely the same songs for the musical itself it's just the way that they sing them there's a bit more emotion in some of them <laughs> yeah that's accurate do it again sarah just one more time oh goodness <laughs> That album is on Spotify. If you prefer to stream things, you can also buy it on iTunes. Any of your online sources for those not in Japan. Jiden went on sale last month as well on November 6th. Excited and ready for this bounce. Coming up soon, the Jiden original soundtrack will go on sale on the 8th of January. Stage soundtracks are your thing. I highly recommend them. Beautiful works that deserve their credit as well. The director's cut for G-Den was also announced. That will come out spring, summertime-ish. That date is also on the Twitter. Check that out. The director's cut for Heden, Blu-ray and DVD, will go on sale January 22nd. Also in relation to Heden, they just announced the novel version of it. Woo! Haha! <laughs> More pain. <laughs> you can read the pain if you can read Japanese, or if you find someone nice enough to translate it, you can say, "Make me cry." Um, Double the pain. Trying to translate it into Japanese and reading pain. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can do that. It's all right. You don't have to. Don't force yourself. Someone else will um, do it. I just, my heart. Anyway, they also announced some special goods to go with it, with this beautiful release, including <laughs> bromides and can badges of pain. One in particular. Literal pain. No, there were there were several in particular. Were there more? I just saw... Name- well, the one can badge they show is Ghosty it, Moon Moon. Do you want to mention it before the review? I'm just saying Ghosty Moon Moon. That's it. Ghosty Moon Moon. Ghosty Problematic Moon Moon. Ghosty Problematic Moon Moon. Oh. Let's move on. Then we have... Um, Happy things! Most, most of the boys were in like their awakened form in the bromides. So, you know, came them too. Moving on from the stage of pain, we don't have any any more news yet on the musical that's set to come out in the spring. Just dates set for March to May, so keep your eyes out for more on that as it appears. I'm expecting at least something at the end of Utawa say about it, but I don't know if we'll get anything before that. Then we've got Team Sanjo with Kashu Kiyomitsu has their song release coming out in 2020 as well. 
So keep your eyes out for that for our lovely Asukashiyama boy. Lost the Memory is a very beautiful song, but also oof. But then, Sarah, would you like to lead us into your lovely overview of what happened last month? Because I, I'm quite the fan, and I will add extra comments as needed. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, as anyone who follows any of the boys in either Toste or Tomu know, there's been a giant selfie explosion. You cannot go a day, and I'm not complaining in the slightest. There are selfies everywhere. It is magic and wonderful. And certain boys, like looking at you, Ishii, for once are not hiding, but they're having an exorbitant amount of fun that is very terrifying. I have two favorite pictures that have come out of this thus far. One of them is Kogitsune Maru fluffing Mutsunokami's tail. The second one is just the eyes and bangs of Tomoe and Akashi Kuniyuki. <laughs> oh gosh. And then the fourth one. Sorry, third. What are numbers? <laughs> <laughs> the third picture. Oh lord. Okurikata being held in place by like four as Imano Tsurugi just watches. Like, I want to be cuddled. Cuddle me instead. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> See, going off of that, my Twitter did a hilarious thing, and Jesse knows about this. So, we're currently experiencing a Suru mania a little bit because we have Suru in the stages and Suru in the musicals. Oh gosh, yes. And they're on stage at the same time. So I went from having a picture of Suru joking around playing with Chichi and just, you know, being goofy Suru self. And then I had underneath a picture of Suru and Kara. Kara did not look happy in the slightest because, you know, grumpy, but Kara. So it low-key kind of looked like he was just like, you two-timing crane, sit <gasps> down. You, <laughs> I love it, it so much. Isn't Hori also technically two-timing? Kane-san, Mutsu, Tsuru, they're, they're all just off having their own ultimate self-time. It's ridiculous. No more two-timing Mika, though. Not right now. Is it time? I'm sure. <laughs> but yes, all of the kids are having fun. It doesn't matter if they're Toste or Tomu. They are very camera happy, and it makes everyone else happy. So among the various selfie explosions, we had... We had the two things starting at the same time, right? Eden and Utawase, stage and musical. And Aoki Jin, who is stage Mutsu, and Tamura Shin, who is musical Mutsu, interacting on Twitter was a fantastic thing. And Jin stage was like, Shin! Let's give it our best and both have fun as Mutsu and just go out there and be our respective Mutsunokami. 
And Sheen was like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna come see you soon. And then, like, the next day, we got a picture of Mutsu Square. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Sheen made, made good on his promise. Aww. And it was beautiful. He is smaller than Jean, by the way, and it is hilarious. <laughs> I, I showed it to Cammy, and she's like, one of these is wrong. <laughs> oh. Well, Which one? <laughs> she, she is a huge supporter of musical Mutsu. And a very big supporter of stage Mika. Ah. So even of the others in the wrong place, that's the wrong person. No. <laughs> Honesty of your sister. I love it. <laughs> it kills me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm going to side tangent really quickly. Jesse, can you please tell those in Radio Land listening to this, the story of when you got the bromides recently. Well, Cammy was with you because her reaction. Yeah. <laughs> God. Okay, so I recently got bromides for Marissa from the convenience store. I got four bromides of Tombo Kitty because that's what she asked for. Tombo's her boy and Spee is hers. Like, yeah, okay. You're going to pay me? I'll, I'll get you the bromides. Okay. I don't really care to look at him, but okay. They weren't much at all. Cammy was with me because we were in, we were headed back from an adventure. And um, she sees me clicking on it. She's like, who, who are you getting? I'm like, Tombo Kitty. I was like, Marissa wanted them. And Cammy just looks at me as she's walking away and goes, why, did they not have anyone good? <laughs> what? <laughs> Stabbed up and then ripped out of my heart. <laughs> I just looked at it. My jaw dropped. Like, I thought I was savage. <laughs> yeah so i i responded to jesse after i was like thank you for getting them and, you, and jesse was like no problem since cute sticker and i'm like thank you for begrudgingly buying spee for me because i know how much jesse doesn't really like spee i know you don't hate him you just kind of you're like yeah i could do without him <laughs> so hearing cammy's reaction just i was like ah. oh okay Thanks. I'll just take my himbo and leave. He is. He just exists. I already got my bromides for it. Cammy knows that. I have a line I need to find. And Jesse oh, knows no, what don't. I'm coming up nope. with. Yes. <laughs> it's fine. It can stay. We can move on. Nope, nope. I hear you hear this. Oh, this no. is Sarah. This is Jesse's word for word. I'm only going to say this once and only once now before the live because we we're watching Miyatose. I approve of Spee. <gasps> she said it. I have it. It is there. She can't make it poof. I have it screenshotted even. Sarah, please send that to me because <laughs> I need this and I will hold on to it forever. Can we Absolutely. please explain why... You approve of speed? <laughs> Jesse? <laughs> I need to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I love you. You're so welcome. 
Let me do. What I don't approve of. Be acting like a gorilla as he lops off stage, which is now what I can see in my head. So, eh. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna apologize. Dumb, freaking feet. Just his legs. God, can't walk. He's fine. If I had seen this version of Mihotose first, I probably wouldn't hate him as bad. He has improved. Improved. Thank you. That's all I need to hear. To go with the whole Mutsu squared, but we'll, we will add the fact that several others have visited Eden. Especially, so like, we've had both Wadas show up, so Kasen's actor and uh, Heshi's actor. But also when the stage started, they had a little send-off from what everyone jokingly has called the parent. So <laughs> Hiroki, the actor for Stage Mika, and Maki, the actor for Yamamagiri, they both sent little, good luck everyone, we're thinking about you. <laughs> so that's, you know, not like a stab to the heart or anything to start out everything. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so when the Blu-ray DVD released, they held a commemoration event. And so this commemoration event only happened a few days ago. And y'all, it's for Jiden. For Jiden. And all of the photos. Y'all, they were precious. These boys are clingy nuggets. Who clearly were like, mine. Most of them were draped over each other. Like, I don't think there were anyone, st- there was never anyone standing alone. Is how I'll Not phrase even it. <sighs> Not even Chogi. <laughs> see see we're both getting validation i'm just happy because dai got a hold of yuta the act so dai is adenta and yuta is sahaino Suigi. he got a hold of Sahai of yuta and i don't think he let him go most of the time i think they're having another event or something because uh yuta is like a special guest for something coming up so they got even, like, a little photo of them on the stage, just the two of them. But all of them are just, like, all the family group photos, little bits and pieces throughout the time. So they, they were happy. They were thriving. I was thriving looking at them. I don't know if I'm the only one, but I was a happy nugget. Oh, no. I was thriving. I just haven't been alive enough to, to share that I was thriving. And last but certainly not least of my comments and getting poked because of them. <laughs> There's a magazine. I'm assuming it's called Cut. That's what I figured out from Google Translate and all that. But they hosted a special on the Tomu Boys for the Utawase mainly. They hosted a special photo shoot for them, including very cute behind-the-scenes little ones as well, which is how we all got, like, two main ones from behind the little backstage of them doing their photo shoot that had them being happy bubbles just goofing around but they had an in-depth interview with 18 of our sword boys and some of the questions i know because there's one person actually on twitter translating right now from the articles interesting questions on like 
What would you do if you got to meet your character? What's the hardest part? Those things that you really just like the basic things you want to know about them acting as their character. And they're all really, really, they are so in love with their characters at this point. It's, it's amazing and wonderful. And I am so happy that the babies have had a chance to grow like this. That wasn't so hard, was it? Leave me alone. <laughs> you know more about that than I do. All I know is that it exists. Because that same day I got the bromide, I went to the bookstore with Cammie, which she has vowed to never do again. But we were walking through the magazine section, and she turns around and very emphatically points. <laughs> As, like, hard enough to actually hurt her shoulder. Wow. Oh. She's very mad at herself because of how instant that happened and because it was for these musical boys. They deserve Because all 18 of them were on the front of the magazine. And she's like, good, them. (laughs) Look at that. Yeah, they do deserve it. It was beautiful. So we started poking through it or like peeking through it just a little bit. The first ones in the interview section that I saw were... Ishikiri Maru, Kogitsune Maru, and Imano Tsurugi's actors. And they're precious little beings, and I was so excited that it was them first, but I was very confused, because if you know anything <laughs> about the actors and their outfit, Tsubasa was the normal. The, uh, what? Le, le, he's Maru a And I was very confused, but then we turned to walk away, and Kimi points just as emphatically down at another magazine <sighs> that had stage slash movie Mika. She knows him most as movie Mika. Hiroki. It had Tsubasa and it had Hashimoto who in the stage world is Nishinoya. Not <laughs> wrong <laughs> fandom. <laughs> Rip me. What the heck, brain? Come on. Because he didn't realize it was him. Okay, no, we, if, 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 we knew him as Noya before Token Rambu. She didn't realize yeah. that his act that sh- was this one and the same. What? It took me a long How did you time. not know? I immediately <laughs> knew when he <laughs> hopped on stage as Sada. I was like, point. anyway, she sees the three. And she's just staring at it like, why did I do this to myself? I hate that I can recognize him. Him being Suzuki Hiro. He is. And I start looking through that. And it was beautiful because Tsubasa was back to his odd self again. I was like, the world has been set right. Is that the cover I said? It looks like a really bad like family photo with the awkward teenage son. Yep. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Not Tsubasa, though. That was so hey, Just, like, staring off into space, like, in denial, I think. I yep. don't know. I... I'm gonna sneeze. Magazine covers, man, they're weird. <laughs> no, yeah. the, cover itself, <laughs> the cover itself was cute, but inside they, they were like, oh, what? Okay, okay, just magazine photos and photo book photos are so weird. Like, model they photos are. make... No sense. Like, 
but you casually own two Maki photo books can confirm photo books are weird. Yep, but the magazine and- photo shit, this one. There were so many boys, and I can read their names so I know who they are. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But they were very beautiful and adorable and so many great things, and so it came home. That's the fun magazine life that's been happening with our token boys. I think that is everything that we have for this month. Uh, at least it is all that we know of right this all minute we know of. i'm happy we got the december schedule before we recorded because Ooh. thanksgiving was yeah. last weekend so we couldn't record because i was coming home and just that was a barrel of no we had uh, we, we thankfully i think we even got the december schedule before thanksgiving time so even before we were supposed to hoard we would have had december which is really nice probably not gonna happen for the next couple of months you just watch but thank you guys once again so much for listening to us ramble on about Token Rambu and the Token Rambu boys and just everything about this fandom. Uh, if you want to talk to us more about all of our thoughts and maybe help inspire other polls, you can please join our Discord. We, we are small and we will not bite much. Uh, you can find the link. It is posted on our and in the description, of course, our Twitter is Token Rambles. And you can also find us on Token Rambles Podcast on Facebook. You can listen to us every month through our Podbean or on Google Play, Spotify, or iTunes, or any other podcatcher that you might listen to. Thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you very soon. We were delivering the pain. Whoa. <laughs>